You're listening to Race Capital with Chelsea Higgs-Wise and Kat Maudlin-Jackson, where we interrogate racial narratives of our place, space, and time in Richmond, Virginia, the former capital of the Confederacy. Virginia's annual voting day, November 5th, is rapidly approaching, and this year, all 140 seats of the State Senate and House of Delegates are up for grabs. So we're bringing you this very special Race Capital Election Day minicast. Each episode is a short conversation with candidates of color running for state office in Virginia. Kat and I are getting their takes on racial dynamics and politics, and best of all, asking our favorite question, what's your privilege? Stay tuned. Good morning, Joshua. Hey, this is Chelsea. How are you doing? I'm well and you. Doing great, doing great. Okay, so thank you so much for calling in. So tell us about your district and how is race going to play in your election? Yeah, I think that's very key. So um, our district is the 28th House District, um, and we literally are the gateway to the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Mm. Um, We encompass the county of Stafford County and a portion of the city of Fredericksburg. And when redistricting was done back in 2011, um, the district was roughly about 20% black, um, roughly 5 to 7% um, Latinx, mm-hmm. um, and the majority of that is white. Um, and so what we're seeing now is a growing in the African-American turnout and in the um, Latinx turnout as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just very interested to see what the demographics are going to be after this next redistricting or uh, the next census. Mm-hmm. Um, for... This is the first time we've actually had a black person run for this seat. Oh, wow. um, this seat has been held by Republicans for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am the first person of color to run for this district, uh, the youngest person to run for this district. Mm. Um, and so in 2017, when I ran two years ago, there was a lot of excitement, even down to the fact that we had a higher turnout in the African-American vote in 2017 more than the 2016 presidential turnout. Wow. Um, and I remember in 2017, I wanted to target, you know, the black areas. I grew up in the area, so I knew the heavy black areas, Mayfield, England Run, mm-hmm. uh, those areas in the Fredericksburg area. And my campaign manager two years ago was like, you're wasting your time. You're wasting mm-hmm. your time. They're not going to show up. And I was like, no, I, I know my people. Um, they may not know me, but they know my family members. Let me spend time in these communities. So we knocked about six to seven times mm-hmm. um, in Mayfield, England Run, Garrison Woods alone. Wow. Um, and um, I don't know about the other black areas, but I know Mayfield showed up and showed out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mayfield. Congratulations. And tell so, us just really quickly yeah. about your last run for folks that don't remember or weren't keeping up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we ran in 2017 during the big wave, the blue wave. Um, we lost by 73 votes Whew. after 147 people received the wrong ballot for another district. Mm-hmm. Um, the district right beside us, the 88th district, the Republican incumbent has the exact same last name as me. Wow. So there were people in the city of Fredericksburg who were given the ballot for him and voted for him thinking they were voting for us. Right, right. But you are back. And We are back. Ready to go. So tell us about some of the exciting policies that you want to see in the House. I think there's a lot of things we really need to focus on in the 2020 elect, uh, General Assembly session. Mm-hmm. Definitely raising the state minimum wage. Okay. Um, there are people all over the state that are struggling, um, especially right here in the city of Fredericksburg and Stafford County. 
um, to maintain a one-bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. make all ends meet, and have a little bit of money left over, you have to make roughly $65,000 a year um, to survive in Stafford County in the city of Fredericksburg. And the median teacher salary is roughly $46,000 a year. Oh, wow. So we definitely need to get that state minimum wage lifted um, and even higher pay for our educators. Yes. Um, and we really want to recruit teachers of color, educators of color, mm-hmm. administrators, teachers to come to this region. Mm-hmm. Um, it's needed here. I remember when, when I was growing up at Stafford County Public Schools, the first black teacher I saw was in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And the first black teacher that I actually had was when I was in sixth grade. Wow. Um, you're hearing a big push for the decriminalization and legalization of marijuana. So we mm-hmm. want to keep, continue to push for that mm-hmm. um, and fight for that. Um, and as it relates to just people of color, we need to make sure that a lot of these um, anti-discriminatory legislation um, is able to get passed, especially for our LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um, people of color who are members of the LGBTQ community are um, experiencing high rates of discrimination, high rates of suicide, high rates of hate speech and hate attacks. So we have to make sure that we have legislation on the floor mm-hmm. that actually gets passed that's going to help protect them. Great. So um, and- That's great. So you're talking about the economy with money. You're talking about teachers, education, representation, um, as well as just following you. I know that you're huge on just making sure that education schools get the funding that they need. You're talking about decriminalizing marijuana. Um, you're really just opening up the door to more of the issues that we're seeing and hearing about right here in the capital city, but all across the Commonwealth. Absolutely. One thing that we always ask our guests and we invite folks to describe and talk about what is their privilege? (laughs) That's key. So you're asking me what is my personal privilege? Yep. So (laughs) it is that. So what we do is we have a segment called And what's your privilege is a segment of the show where we invite the guests to talk about their personal privilege privilege and how they're using that to really dismantle the myth of white supremacy, whether that's you personally in your role or in your professional role as the candidate and upcoming House delegate. Yeah, Um, that's really good. That's a good thing to think about. Um, I think for me, one one thing that gives me privilege is being a black cis male. Mm. Um, the ability that gets in the door, you know, certain people aren't able to get in doors, you know, right. I'm not a good old boy, right. but being just a black cis male, certain people are going to listen to me more than they listen to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that gives me the ability to step into the door and say, Hey, this is what's going on with black women. This right. is what's going on in the black LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. This is what's going on in the low income community. And I need you to be exposed to this. Mm-hmm. I need you to realize it exists and I need you to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times we get pushback on it. <laughs> right. True. But at the end of the day, you know, being a pastor in the area, um, people begin to at least focus. Right. People begin to at least pay attention and say, okay, I, you know, I never realized that was a problem until you said it to me. Right. Right. Is there anything else that you're really excited for the listeners to hear about your platform or what you just want to see for our state of Virginia? Yeah, I I think it's really exciting. We have the ability to um, implement change this election cycle. Um, And people keep asking me about my opponent. And I tell them, yeah, we have a Republican opponent, but our biggest opponent is apathy, voter Mm -hmm. apathy. Y'all, we need people to show up and show out this year. Um, Virginia has been blowing the gasket 
on voter turnout in 2017 and 2018. Mm -hmm. We need to do it again this year. Mm -hmm. We need Lottie Dottie and everybody to show up to the polls and even your friends and family members that live in other districts, make sure they know they need to get out and vote on November the 5th. If we're gonna see change in Virginia, we need to make sure we show up to the polls. When we vote, we win, and we have the numbers in Virginia to do that. Well, thank you so much, Joshua Cole. Good luck to you out there in Fredericksburg. And um, thank you so much for taking the time to explain your platform to Race Capital. Thank you all so much. I greatly appreciate it. And before you get out of here, Joshua Cole, how can people find you and keep up with you? Absolutely. So across all social media platforms, it's J. Cole, the number four VA. Our website is www.jgcole.org. So y'all can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, send me messages. I want to hear from y'all. I appreciate it. Sounds great. All right. Good luck out there. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.